<laughs> it's Aaron and Nicole, and this is that podcast. You know it. It's dude that's fucked up. Hi guys, how are ya? Ooh, you? Ooh, you know who knows anymore? Yeah, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. I don't know how I am. I don't know how I am. It changes minute to minute, honestly. <laughs> Truly. Um, <laughs> we're here. We're doing this podcast. Oh yeah. From the confines of our wonderful homes, mm-hmm. uh, we're just hunkered down. I have a belly full of sushi I got takeout. Oh man, nice! Okay. I uh, DJ made me a nice chicken dinner. Like he was Ina and I was Jeffrey. Oh my! What the, the role of a lifetime is Jeffrey? Uh, did you see the Ina uh, Instagram the of her making that Cosmo? Oh my god. <laughs> Like, it's one. I'm like, that is a whole ass picture of Cosmos. I, like, I loved her before. Like, I've always loved her. Yeah. But that really just um, solidified her into my soul. Like, it fused her being into my soul. Like, I, I, I need to be her somehow. Yeah. And my future self. Or just know her. Or just know her or meet her, you know. Congratulate I, her somehow. Yeah, <laughs> on her Cosmo. Ce- celebrate her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, we should have an Ina Garten Day. Also, oh, um, wear I've, really loose denim shirts <laughs> and yeah, like uh, like, uh, like you know chinos and some like you know really nice loafers yeah. and our best gold watches and rings and we all go know, to the Hamptons. We go to the Hamptons. We we go to a farmer's market, get some beautiful fresh flowers, mm-hmm. you know, just really get really into it. Just how do I cosplay Ina for my everyday life? Oh, I love this. Uh, but I was going to say, this is a really embarrassing admission on <laughs> not my part, but DJ's part. I'm really blowing up his spot is that he didn't realize that Ina was is Jewish. Oh. And he, so, like, anytime she talks about making Jeffrey a Friday night dinner, she's talking about motherfucking Shabbat. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, it's very cute. So, that's our, that's our, like, we're, our, that's our, um, our role playing is Ina and Jeffrey. <laughs> but you're Jeffrey and he's Ina. Yeah. yeah I love it. Exactly. It's great. That's so nice. I'm just sitting here in the corner, I, and I've been FaceTiming with my friend Christopher, uh-huh. who is a big Ina stan, and he's just like, has a Cosmo every night, and we're like, hey. <laughs> it's great. It's so good. Living the Ina way. Mm-hmm. What, can, what else can we do? You just you just do your best. You just Ina on, soldier on. I, I saw Martha Stewart's Instagram today, too, and she was uh. like, she was like, you know what? She was like, where's my makeup lady? Where's my hair lady? Where's my colorist? Where's like all this stuff? She's like, you know what? We're just going to have to deal with it. So just make sure you're conditioning. Let your hair air dry. Take care (laughs) of your nails. Just keep them trimmed. She was like, you know what? We can't do everything we want to do. And we're just going to have to deal with it. So, and I'm like dealing too. So. I love Martha. Martha is a fucking G. She is a just she's really such a babe and i love her very much oh, bless the food network for bringing us all these people mm-hmm. just these like the og lifestyle uh you know fucking queens 
except fuck you for Mario Batali. Thank you very much. Oh, true. <laughs> fuck you very much for that. Fuck you very much. Crocs wearing motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> for sexual assaulter. Sexual assaulter and Crocs. I was going to say, um, back to a good note, Guy Fieri is doing a lot for people that are affected in the restaurant industry and he's like giving people money and stuff like you could apply for like it's not a grant but you could like apply for like money if you're having a hard time and you work in the service industry and you live in like northern california so he you know what there's some real uh, special people that come from the food network solid dude solid fucking dude just ready to take you to flavor town yep um yeah those are (laughs) i don't have (laughs) i want to go there I want to go there, I, but yeah. I'm just – I don't know. There's just so much crazy shit happening, and I'm 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 happy to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to be able to do this Same. and talk to you every week and Same. just uh, hunker down with my my boo mm-hmm. and my baby. And your baby. And, and uh, we're, we're making the best of it. So, yeah. Totes. Totes. Hope everybody's doing okay. Um, do we have any business? No. All right. Um, let's see. Right? Anything? Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Um, like, oh. <laughs> I guess we do. Check out our Patreon. You don't have to pay right now and we have content oh, yeah. for free. You can see the sorts of things we do. It's very fun. Uh, and we did, um, a bonus episode on, that was like related to the world, like the Grimace World Records episode, the the last episode. The, wait, did you say the Grimace World Records? Grimaced. Oh. Uh, that's the name of the episode instead of Guinness. It was the Grimace World Records. <laughs> I am so sorry. I thought you said Grimace, like from McDonald's. Oh. I was like. <laughs> he has his own. He said his own records. Yeah. Uh, oh, for being a purple butt plug. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it was really just that. And then we also did a commentary episode on the first Tiger episodes King. of Tiger King. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. which, oh my God, I sent you that video. It's like that meme of like, uh, oh, you stupid ass bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> what is, I don't know that full song, but anyway, it was like voicemail someone left, then they put it to music, and now there's like a Tiger King one. It's like, Carol, you stupid ass bitch. Why you kill your husband? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I keep watching it over and over and over. Oh my God. It's so good. She killed her husband, and she's just <laughs> out here fucking gallivanting with fucking tigers now. Uh, uh, if you haven't watched it, you got to watch it. Yeah. Uh, that's just a little taster for you. But yeah, we did we did a commentary episode on that. Super mm-hmm. fun stuff on Patreon if you need some more content. Um, but here you have a regular old episode. We're going to do this mm-hmm. right now for yeah. you. I love it. Um, anything fucked up for you this week? Uh where do we want to go? Do do you want like a corona related thing? I guess it's not really corona related. It's not like – well, it's just like a result of being home, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I was sitting out on my patio. I was like, you know what? I'm going to meditate. It was this afternoon, and I was like, mm. I'm going to meditate. I keep just like snoozing my reminders every morning, and I haven't done it in a while. And I was like, I'll do it. So I go out on our patio, and I'm just sitting there. And we have like dogs in the building across from us, which uh-huh. we share like 
we face another building. So they have their patios face And ours. you have like an alley in between you. Yeah, it's right? like an alley. Yeah. Or like a walkway. You can't really get in down there. Like I don't, an easement, if yeah, you will. Yeah, an easement. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like mm-hmm. a sidewalk or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're not like super close. And we're a little bit higher. So like I can't see uh, if I'm sitting down like into people's balconies. But anyway. Sure. We've known for a long time there's a bunch of dogs in that building. And when one starts barking, they all start barking. And it's like insane. But normally I'm not home. You know, most of the – whatever. I'm like not paying attention. But I was like sitting out there trying to meditate. I'm like three minutes Mm. into my 15-minute meditation. And I these dogs start up. And it's like I just snapped and I screamed like, "Is, is nobody home? Why are these dogs barking? And I was just like yelling into the void across like to the building because I'm like, I always assumed the dogs freaked out because they're home alone all day, you know, while people are at work, but everybody's fucking home. So why are you- There's no excuse for this bullshit. Why are you letting your dog seriously like yelp and howl and bark and throw a fit and it's causing all the dogs to throw a fit and nobody's saying anything or doing anything about it? And I I like freaked out and then I was like, oh, I like pulled myself together and then I had to restart my meditation over. (laughs) That is the opposite of meditating. (laughs) It was. uh, It was not good. But I was like, well, that's why I'm doing it, right? I don't know. Oh, bummer. So anyway, that was annoying. Well, well, that's – yeah. I mean, it's all – life is just very different now and just – everybody's trying to adjust. Um, (sighs) That's – it's rough. Yeah. Um, Anything else? No. Okay. Do you have a fucked up thing? Um, Yes. But I want to play a little game with it, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this will also be like a little, uh, you know – segue into our our topic oh my god fun okay so we're playing a game uh and this is a game everybody knows this is uh called three lies and a truth or (laughs) or two lies and a truth maybe two truths and a lie two truth there you go two (laughs) truths and a lie all lies and a truth truth truths and a lie i don't know i like typed it out and i was like that doesn't sound right yeah that doesn't sound right either yeah it's okay two two truths and a lie lie. Mm -hmm. okay all right. Are you ready? Yeah. To play? Yeah. Maybe so I'm- you're going to – so for anyone playing along at home, it works. Aaron's going to tell me three things and two of them are true and one's a lie. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Okay. First thing. Yeah. My house was invaded by bees. Okay. Second thing. I got food poisoning. Okay. Third thing. I had a two-day migraine. Which of these, which of these options, is the lie? Um, oh, I feel like you're tricking me, and they're all true. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Trick question, bitch. Uh, I was like, dude. Okay, the bee thing is too wild. It had to have happened. The mm-hmm. second thing, I feel like could have happened easily and the third mm-hmm. thing yeah also like could easily happen so i don't know yeah okay so yeah, all the, the, oh my god in the last week in the last three days i've oh. had all of these all of these things happen do you to have me. a migraine right now no 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 i'm good oh, uh god. well like the last four days like since tuesday <gasps> these things have been happening oh um, so the first thing that happened was uh 
maybe this was, I want to say the first thing that happened was the bees came. Okay. And it, I don't know if this is ever, if you've ever seen anything like this before ever, or maybe you've ever, you've ever heard of this, but I mean, obviously it happens, but bees have to find a home somehow. Sometimes their, their nest gets disrupted, their hive gets disrupted and they have to like move along to a more stable place or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that happened to this swarm of bees <gasps> that happened to start fucking flowing underneath the eaves of our house uh, one afternoon. And uh, just suddenly I'm like upstairs. I had put Jack down for a nap and um, I, I'm i walking upstairs and I just start seeing bees randomly what? flying by. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then I like see like at least half a dozen bees just gathered on the window in our bathroom. And then I look out and there's more bees gathered on the the window looking out over the street. And I'm like, oh, I didn't say Candyman. How did this happen? <laughs> so they just like had moved. They were trying to like get in our house, like trying to find a place to to make a hive in the eaves of our house and got into our house. But we removed them, like, literally DJ, like, captured them one by one in a cup and with a piece of paper, you know, and, like, put them outside as gently as possible. And then we just sprayed, like, a little vinegar solution, like, in the place that we thought they were coming in. And that stopped them from (gasps) keeping keeping the, the, the flow of more buddies coming in. And they just, like, they moved on. They stopped becoming indoor bees. They'd stayed outdoor bees. Exactly. Whoa. We said, no bees, get out of here. We only like killed a couple in the process, which was unfortunate. But what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean. But we tried to get them out as humanely as possible. So that happened. Then the next night or that night maybe – I, DJ made a really nice dinner and, you know, everything was great. It was delicious. Then I woke up in the middle of the night, like, like maybe an hour or two after I'd gone to bed out of a dead fucking sleep. And I was like, oh no, this is bad. Oh no. Full vomit, full vomit. Just. No. Yeah. Like the, you know, when you're a kid and you like cry from puking so much. Yeah. It was like that where I was like. No. It was so bad. So I had, and it was fish. So (gasps) (laughs) no, one of the worst experiences of my life. And it was so violent that my throat was like, um, like sore from it. Were you allergic? I don't know. But no one else got sick from it? No, I think it was like my piece of fish was like, had, was like, I don't know. It didn't taste bad or anything, but something got me. Oh, no. Yeah, it was rough. And then, um, so after I had food poisoning, I was like down for the count the next day. DJ was like a fucking champ and took care of Jack all day. But I had subsequently, I had a migraine that started up like after everything kind of got out of my system. Dehydrated too. I was dehydrated. I was like, my whole body was like wrecked. It was... A hell of a week, let me tell you. OMG. Yeah. I'm Are a- you sure it's not the corona? Miss Rona did not give me a fever, so I don't, oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a fever, so I don't That's think good. so. And but you don't I have a cough. Did not have a cough, didn't have any of that, but. Um, oh my God. Uh, yeah, I was like definitely very paranoid in reading all the literature that I 
possibly could find, but uh, no other symptoms. So I don't think so. But. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you probably, yeah, food poisoning and then you were so dehydrated, it could mm-hmm. easily trigger a migraine. And just like the force of which you're puking, it's like. Oh yeah. Oh, and I definitely pissed myself too. So. Oh, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> It was just like everything was happening. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. So awful. But did you shit yourself? No, I thought I was going to, but I didn't. Good. So that's a win. It was a win. Yeah. So my my throat finally recovered like like yesterday maybe. Oh jeez. It, it was like bruised almost. It yeah. Was awful. Oh, fish gross. Yeah, it's fucking The band <laughs> and what happened, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fish. Uh, okay, oh my well, like, God. that all leads us to our topic today, which is um, we are talking about some of the worst, uh, most ill-conceived, most embarrassing, mm. uh, and most dangerous game shows. Of all time. Of all time. Uh, in the world. Period. In the world, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of really bad ones. We've we've picked out a few that I, I think kind of hit all the bases, really. Yeah, I feel like we picked different ones. They're bad for different reasons. Uh, also, I really used the Wikipedia of world's worst TV shows of all time, and these are the game shows. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely like a rubric that people judge these by, like yeah. ha- like ratings and you know. I was going by a personal rubric oh, of just like great. what I what like I'd find things here and there where people had opinions or whatever like love it um and some of these don't necessarily reflect my opinion okay I think some of these sound kind of great um and same I'm, I it's shock it's pretty shocking that well it's not shocking that they didn't yeah make it. But some were, some were, um, you know, some succumbed to their time period. Mm-hmm, like some mm-hmm. just weren't, you know, pe- the world wasn't ready for it. The world wasn't ready. Or they yeah. just didn't have the execution there for, it didn't translate to television the way it needed to. Yeah. They didn't have the technology or yeah. the, you know, the, the host to yeah. bring it to life, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's start out with something simple, something that pretty much... I would say everybody knows to some degree. Oh, yeah. I fucking love this show. Very familiar. Um, The television show Wipeout. Dude. This show was on, uh, I want to say like from 2009 or no, 2006 or something like that to 2011, 2012, Mm -hmm. somewhere around there. It was on for a few years and it is a spinoff of... Uh, the UK television show Total Wipeout. Now, it was the obstacle course that, like, people went through and they did the, like, little pump up, you know, they said weird things and they, like, ran through this obstacle course with the big balls, the big red balls, or they bounced off of them, or they, like, were jumping over things and there's, like, usually, like, a gross pond of water underneath them. And it's always so fucking funny. Like, it's oh hilarious. It's Like, so they're definitely funny. getting hurt. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They're, like, running on a slip and slide. There's, like, no way you're going to – like, you're not going to fall. You you have to fall. <laughs> Yeah, it's they, and these it, are regular it, people. It's not like the what's the show American Gladiators or whatever or whatever where it's like an obstacle course, right? Uh, so the everybody that does this show they have to go through like a um, a they have to do like a physical and they have to do like a 
a medical examination to make sure that they're able to participate. Um, okay, but it's like and they have uh, to sign like a a major waiver and stuff. It's like but, an yeah. elementary school physical because there's re- it's just yeah. regular people. It's not like the gladiator one where everyone's like you know CrossFit athletes or whatever. Oh, you mean like American Ninja Warrior? Yeah, Ninja American Warrior, Ninja Warrior. Yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. those people are like. Uh, some of them are like Olympians and like oh yeah they're like ripped and they're doing this stuff that is pretty wild the wipeout wipeout is regular people (laughs) that's what I'm trying to say it's like sure 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 if I did it you know and uh and you're in good shape and you're in like you know fine shape I could like run and stuff but like if I'm flopping off a slippery mushroom or whatever it's gonna (laughs) hurt and I'm gonna like belly flop into the water you know what I mean yeah yeah that's that's the whole goal of this like you don't you're not watching this to see somebody like get through an obstacle course and look like a fucking champion you're watching this (laughs) you're watching this to see somebody like face plant their dong onto a fucking (laughs) you know like I want to see people punched in dongs by those like you know, thing it's like the, the punching, the punching things, things that, that they are have coming to out escape. Of the wall. Yeah, yeah. I want them to get punched in the head, the dong, the gut, the butt. I want all of that. Yeah. This show had all those things. It was great. Yeah. Uh but it was um a lot of people got hurt and someone actually died uh during the filming of well not in the middle of filming, they had an injury and then they got taken to the hospital and they died like oh, at God. the hospital. Yeah. So um there was like a lot of a lot of controversy and it just stuff happens. Like you have to have people sign all these waivers and go through all this shit. Yeah. But this was also a blatant ripoff of a Japanese show called Takeshi's Castle. Uh oh. Which if you remember, it was in America, we we watched it. I think when we were teen or you know teenagers, early twenties um, in college. Yeah, uh, we watched Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. Yeah, AKA MXC. Oh, um, wow! And it I was love that show. it was very uh, pubescent humor, um, <laughs> and it was like voiceover yeah. of a, a Japanese show. But that was like. That was what it was meant to be. Like they took the footage from this show, Takeshi's Cash, Takeshi's Castle, Castle, <laughs> sure, 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 Takeshi's Castle. He lives and, in a castle, see. And it was a, it was a real good show, see. <laughs> and they did voiceover, see. And it was very, very crude, see. Yeah, but they the show Takeshi's Castle was a very popular show, and it was, uh, they. F- they had been – it had been, like, through the 90s they had done the show, and then they did MXC in America, like, right around the same – or, like, right after. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they ended up the, – the company Tokyo Broadcasting System uh, filed a lawsuit against ABC in late 2008. So oh. that's when I think uh, – Wipeout came to U.S. or they tried to make Wipeout a thing, so they had this they had this uh, copyright infringement lawsuit happening right around 2008, and it was pretty much identical to what they were doing on Takeshi's Castle and MXC. Mm-hmm. Um, MXC was like goofy and silly, but it was still part of that whole Tokyo broadcasting system. Like they they were using that oh, footage. Okay. 
in in an in exchange for doing it in the U.S. Oh, okay. Um, it was like they were it, – it was like licensed to them mm-hmm. to use. Yeah, okay. exactly. So um, it was alleged that Wipeout violated its copyrights to shows such as Takeshi's Castle and, and Ninja Warrior. Ninja Warrior started in Japan and then there's an American version of it. So mm. – um, but it's going through the right channels and the right people are getting paid. Mm-hmm. And that's the diff. That's the difference. The And so then the Japanese network later sued the Dutch entertainment giant Indemol, which produces Wipeout. Uh, they, I guess they do this in all different countries. Like they just like started like a farm mm-hmm. basically and farming out the, the show. Yeah. Uh, and then the companies eventually settled the case back in 2011. Um, but... Needless to say, I don't know. They just kind of were tapped out after this. Oh, ABC was, and they were just like, eh, on to bigger and better things. Not so, worth and it. yeah. After I think after 2011, they they rolled it all up, and it was no more. Okay, but it Bummer. was a really fun show when it was on. I loved watching that like late at night, like coming back from the bar or something. Oh my I'd god! Just put that uh-huh. on and just like cry laugh. I know. It was such a treat. Oh, it was so good. Um, So that was that show. Everybody, I feel like, is familiar with that. Um, Yeah. Now, this show that we're talking about next, um, I vaguely remember it popping on TV at some point. Like, I remember seeing the teaser for it, but I never actually watched it. Okay. Um, The show is called Splash. This was a game show that was on – years ago um maybe like 2011 no maybe 2015 oh um and this is also some dutch people man they're out here with the game shows Dang. this is uh based on the dutch series of the same name splash and it has what it, the premise is is it has celebrities perform dives from extreme heights and each week the challenges increase in difficulty. So this is do- not on my radar at all. Oh, I did not I, know this was a thing. I didn't know that. I, I like vaguely remember seeing a promo for it, but never watching it. And I just remember when I saw the commercial for it, I was like, that seems like a bad idea <laughs> uh, for all these B-list celebrities to be risking their fucking life and limb to jump off of a high ass you know high dive yeah because if it's that high and you land wrong you could like break your neck or some shit oh yeah you can get really hurt yeah Um, and people did (gasps) oh no (laughs) so this only this only lasted for a season they didn't renew it after the first season um it was coached by olympic champion greg luganis wow big name yeah big name um and then the uh, so the celebrities that competed were uh, critiqued by the judges, uh, London Olympic U.S. gold medalist David Bodia, and Australian Olympic athlete and U.S. dive team director Steve Foley. Mm. Um, so like legit people were involved in this. Well, I mean. well, <laughs> well, they were in the world, and then like. The celebrities that were involved, not so Oh, yeah. That's what I thought you were talking about. I was like, these celebrities weren't – like, they're not really the top of their game when they're doing the show. You know what I mean? No. Well, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he is not a diver, let's just say. Fair, but is an athlete. 
He is a basketball player. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen him in real life? No, but I would imagine he's very tall and thin. He's seven feet, two inches tall. Oh, my God. We, for our honeymoon, went to Belize, and uh-huh. he was in the customs line in front of us. <gasps> Whoa. And he is the tallest human being I've ever been in the presence of. He's oh just like – And you know, you're like, that's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like, there's yeah. nobody else that could be. It was – very cool to see him. Oh anyway, goodness. so Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was one of the celebrities. Uh, Louis Anderson. Comedian. Comedian. But at the time of filming, he uh, weighed over 400 pounds. So, Whoa. All right. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with Louis Anderson now, but he also not um, a traditional uh, diver. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then Chelsea Handler's sidekick. Chewy. Yeah. Um, next person, I don't know who this is because I don't know anything about Nickelodeon. <laughs> uh, from the show Drake and Josh, Drake Bell, mm-hmm. um, the extreme skier Rory Bushfield, uh, from a, a former Baywatch star, Nicole Eggert, mm-hmm. um, the, <laughs> the girl who played Rudy from The Cosbys. <laughs> Kish- Kishia Knight Pulliaman. Pulliam? Pulliam. The defensive tackle for the Detroit Lions. I don't know how to say his first name. I, it, it's Nedamukong Sue. Nedamukong Sue? Nedamukong Sue? Maybe it's the not, N is silent. It's not Kong. It's not going to, but his last name is oh, Sue. Okay. I know his last name is Sue. Uh, Miss Alabama and Sports Illustrated model Catherine Webb mm-hmm. and the former Playboy model and re- reality show star Kendra Wilkinson. Mm. These were all the celebs that were on the show. Wow. Um, I got, I went down a deep rabbit hole of watching clips from the show. Oh. And it was just horrifying. Oh, oh my God. No. Like, you can tell, like, as they're standing on the platform. How scared they're they just, are. They're just scared. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Um, so this was extremely dangerous. Uh, the challenges included doing backflips, synchronized dives, and diving off the uh, 33-foot high diving platform. That's fucking high. Dude. Um, you're not just jumping. You're doing, like, a full fucking... Yeah, like a, like a full flip. flip. Yeah. Flip, like a twist, routine whatever. dive, fancy yeah. dive. Yeah, it's or not you're, just you're like attempting a dive. to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Poor, poor <laughs> Chewy, uh, who entered the competition not even knowing how to swim. Uh, well, they taught him. I don't, I mean, they I had guess. to have. He, well, I didn't, well, I couldn't watch anything of his because I, I feel like that's extremely cruel. Like that they, oh, maybe. I don't know. It's just like, this is this whole thing was fucked up. Yeah, um, he he was eliminated just before week two because he suffered a broken heel, mm. um, probably from landing weird, weird. in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was replaced by Brandy Chastain, the the soccer player who scored the winning goal in the World Cup, Women's World Cup yeah. legend. Um, uh, and then Louis Anderson sustained mm-hmm. bruised ribs during practice when he was attempting a backflip. Wow. Uh, during week three of filming, Rory Bush, Bushfield ruptured his eardrum during a practice dive. Uh, Catherine Webb injured her back and had to drop, drop out on the advice of her doctors. 
Um, in the second week of taping, Nicole Eggert's arms gave out while doing a handstand on the five-meter platform, and she fell pretty dramatically, which oh freaked people out. Yeah, her arms gave out, so she fell on her face? Uh, I think she just, like, fell off and, like, her legs hit the platform or something. Oh, I don't know. God. Then, a few weeks later, she attempted to do a dive with multiple backflips, but crashed into the water back first and, like, got got hurt pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and according to TMZ, the, quote, the impact looks so painful. On-site EMTs rushed in to pull a 41-year-old out of the pool. She was taken to a local hospital for evaluation, and she was released several hours later and tweeted, just have swelling and bruising on my back and kidneys. Oh, my goodness. And then in the sixth week during rehearsals, Drake Bell crashed face first into the pool, getting a black eye in the process. Like, it's – I mean, it doesn't – it seems, like, kind of benign, you know, because it's, like, all fun, diving, whatever. But, like, the height from which they were coming down, and if you don't know exactly what you're doing – Oh, yeah. It's like landing can, on concrete. Yeah. You can hurt yourself really bad. So very dangerous. That's why you don't jump off like bridges and stuff into water. I mean, Mm-mm. also you don't know what's under there. So there could be rocks and stuff and that could be bad. But like yeah. it's it's dangerous to like jump off of really high things. Yeah. And not just because like maybe you do have a deep enough pool to jump into, but like you land wrong and you can really hurt your hurt your body. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, so yeah, that that was dangerous. So that was that was done after a season. Oh um, my god! And then the next one that I saw that was like ridiculous. This is not dangerous or anything. It's just fucking absurd. Oh my um, god! And I can't believe this is an actual show. <laughs> uh, this show was called Scare the Hair. Um, this is obviously British, and <laughs> we call them rabbits here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess in the show, the contestants were supposed to complete a series of challenges to win 15,000 pounds, which is like nothing, not that much money, um, and of prize money and failure to complete the questions and physical challenges risks, quote, scaring a giant robotic hair. I watched clips from this one and I couldn't, I would, it just seemed too cringy. It was like. I I just like the the bunny is so early 2000s animatronic type. It just is like very cheesy and it looks like a prototype for like that that robot we saw at the hotel in Las Vegas. It like oh, yeah. was kind of like that with both bunny ears where it's like very like minimalist but still is supposed to be cool and like Te- high tech. Like high tech, yeah, yeah, But yeah. it was just kind of weird. But also the host. It's the millennium. Yeah. Millennium rabbit. Yeah, or it's like the Willennium rabbit. It's like how Will Smith did the Willennium and he like dr- dressed as um, robots and stuff. And I don't know. It's like, yeah, someone's idea of space like in 1998. Um, But the host too, I've never seen someone try harder to look like Howie Mandel in my life, which is like. If you're going to look like someone, it it doesn't need to be Howie Mandel. Not that there's anything wrong with him, but, like, it's just, like, you don't accidentally, like, just bick your head and, like, he wear thick-ass, like, white glasses. White and, glasses, yeah. Yeah, they're, like, he is very Howie Mandel. He's so Howie Mandel, he's even wearing, like, the scarf that's, like, circa Kelly Clarkson's <laughs> Miss Independent. You know what I mean? It's, like, 
to a T. His pants, he's wearing like white jeans. It's so Howie Mandela. And I'm just like, I thought it was Howie Mandela. And then he opened his mouth and had an accent. And I was like, oh. uh, this, I think he has like a little, he has like a touch of Moby in his. Oh, yes. <laughs> but that's his the Britishness, I feel yeah. like. It's like, oh, yeah, because Moby's a little more like worldly, maybe. Moby's not British. He's no, just he's not like British, a- but he's like, he has that vibe about him, I feel like. He's a DJ. He's international. You sure, know what sure, I mean? Sure, sure, sure. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's – I don't know. Like it's not – this. some of the dumbest stuff I've ever heard of. Um, oh, also the narrator for the show is Sue Perkins, who oh. was the, one of the presenters from the early seasons of The Great British Bake Off. Oh, okay. I don't know if I know her. I must. She was like before uh, Noel and um, what's her name? Not Sandy. Sue. Oh, not okay. Su- yeah. <laughs> Noel and not Sue. Yeah. Um, okay. Let me just tell you some of the names of some of these dumb fucking games. Okay. So I can can't wait. F- so you can get a, get a flavor of what you- kind of ch- cheesy shit was happening. Do you want me to guess what the point of each game was based yeah. on the name? Okay. okay. <laughs> First one, Alarmageddon. You have to lay in a bed and an alarm goes off and it's like, don't wake daddy. And you have to like jump up and hit the alarm. That is almost exactly what it is. Uh, really? So one player, well, sort of. So one player from each team had to turn off alarm clocks, which turned themselves on until the sun rises. If three alarm clocks went off, the hair was scared and the team won nothing. If the sun rose before the hair was scared, the team won three carrots. I don't know what the value system of the carrots mm. is, but it's, it sounds stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bangers and smash. You have to eat three you, – you have to eat like uh, as many sausages as you can before the mashed potatoes are done boiling. <laughs> oh, that, that would be more British than what this is. Um, <laughs> this actually, this game actually sounds very American. So oh. a member of, and this actually sounds extremely fun to me. Uh, a member of each team had to throw apples at a series of fireworks, toppling them before the fuses burned down. If they failed to dislodge the firework before this fuse expired, it exploded, frightening the hair. That sounds fun okay. as shit. Yeah, That's that like sounds a- fun. But in real life, like real fireworks with real apples. Yeah, like that sounds like a redneck ass game. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, what about hot hair balloons? <laughs> um, I think this is what I watched in the video. I don't, I don't oh. remember what, but it's like people in chairs held up by balloons, and then they okay. have to, uh, they have to pick. Okay, this was really funny. What's that movie where Catherine Zeta-Jones slides her butt Entrapment. down? Entrapment. Yeah. Okay. It's like Entrapment. <laughs> I hate but that all, I know that. <laughs> all the carrots are entrapped. Yeah. And then in with the lasers and the people in the chairs up in the ceiling that are like moving <laughs> have to catch the carrots without touching the lasers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. It was so dumb. The video was yeah. so dumb. Yeah. That's pretty uh, much it. Oh, my God. Um, I hate it all. So... This I don't know. This whole show, the whole premise is so fucking dumb. It's like if a 15-year-old boy and his mom 
were like, I don't know, in charge of a bachelorette party or a baby shower or something. And it was Easter themed. Yeah. And they were like, oh, let's, <laughs> the boy, the like 15 year old boy's like, let's put lasers in there or something. <laughs> I just saw this cool movie with a butt in it. It's called Entrapment. What if we like do a lasers and put carrots? I don't know. Yeah. I know. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I hate it. Ugh. I mean, who's okay. to say? Okay. <laughs> Why? Are you done with that? And why did yeah. you put this interstitial about taints? I did not put anything about taints. Did someone <laughs> – was your computer on and someone typed that? Did DJ Probably. put that? Probably. <laughs> I was like, okay, there's a note. In our notes, Erin did her notes on, on – What the fuck is that? Scare the hair. And then there's just something that says interstitial about taints. What's up with them? And it's like, <laughs> what? It's like what's up, W slash E-M. A, that is a DJ uh, note if I've ever seen it. And I just put, ha ha, what? In all caps. <laughs> okay. I'm going to beat his ass for crashing her notes. I was really waiting for like a segue with taints. I'm like, why is taint? Why? Like, why is this show? Why do you want to talk about taints? But I will. But like, why? I honestly didn't even see that. And now I do. And I cannot believe that I missed it. Uh, what? A, he's a tank king. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, the next one I really wanted to like because the good name. Good prank, DJ. Sorry. Yeah. Good prank. I really wanted to like the next one because it's called Naked Jungle. And mm. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's like Naked and Alone or what? Naked and Afraid? Naked, naked and Afraid, yeah. Yeah, but that's not really a game show like this is, um, Naked yeah. Jungle is. But um, it's another British game show from the year 2000. And it's basically like, I think from what I read, it's basically Wipeout in the Nude. Oh, God. <laughs> and it's like, I wouldn't want to do that stuff to begin with because I think I get hurt. But also, I don't want to do that stuff naked because, like, oh. what if what you, if you like, rip a sack? What if you rip a snack or smash a dong? Snack. <laughs> rip a snack. <laughs> or or catch a flap. <laughs> you catch a flap. Even, like, a pube getting caught would hurt. Oh. Also... Um, what if you like accidentally mammogrammed yourself because your boob flopped and then you <laughs> fell on it? It's like, oh my God. Um, oh my God. But this is wild because this show was actually on Channel 5 in the UK at 11 p.m. on Tuesdays. It was like not on a paid cable network. It was and just, they, people were fully nude. People and were you just full saw, like, frontally nude. And it wasn't and blurred out. The UK is so funny. I love it. Um, and then basically what happened is a handful of people competed each week to like win that like course or whatever, like the challenge course. And then in the finale, <laughs> the people who won each week would, they would like do some temple of doom shit where it was like the ultra <laughs> course, you know, where it's like the mouth that's the like aggro crag. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the aggro crag. Um, oh, legends of the hidden temple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the prize, uh, would be 5,000 pounds, and that is not a typo. <laughs> the prize for all of this, getting to the end week to, week after week, oh 5,000 pounds. What the fuck? Um, why are all the game shows in the UK such low dollar amounts? To embarrass yourself. Like, I don't understand. I would not participate. I mean, is it because, like, they're, they're like, sh- uh, I don't know, like, their channels are, like, 
government subsidized or something? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, the naked one, it's like clearly these people are just want to be naked on TV, but. Oh, my God. So maybe that's their prize. Um, So obviously people complained about it because of the titties and the dicks. <laughs> I mean, why would you? <laughs> like, I okay, I understand why you'd be complaining about that. But also, like, you don't have to watch that shit. Okay, yeah. That's... I want to watch that shit. Okay, half the people complained and half the people like wrote in and we're like champions of the show and we're like one lady was like it 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 um cured my like uh my postnatal depression or whatever what is that postpartum, postpartum. yeah she's like it it cleared my postpartum depression and other people were like <laughs> we like seeing natural boobies and like women's Hell rights yeah. yeah they were like it's great like you get to see I what women see, look like yeah i want to see like weird floppy dicks and titties and like, yeah you know, weird butts and stuff, like or like fat yeah. butts, skinny butts, concave butts. I want to see all the butts. Yeah, I don't want to just see porn butts, you know, yeah, and just know. think there's one type of butt. Like I, I don't see... just want to see a Kardashian butt or a like. I want to see know. the world's butts. I <laughs> let me see the butts. Bring them out. <laughs> Bring out the butts. Uh, also, okay, this is like. <laughs> oh. It, it, it ended up like people were like all in a tizzy about it, like whether they loved it or didn't. But then very quickly they're like, wait, this is boring. Like we just liked the novelty that people were naked or we were upset by it. <laughs> right. And then also. Isn't that funny how easily and quickly you get over that? And you're like, yeah. this sucks. This like, okay, boring. they're naked and now it's just boring. Um, yeah. Like the, the shininess of it wears off. Also. This is just a fun fact that they the set that they used was also a set that doubled as a kids game show on a different <laughs> station. <laughs> and honestly, that is unhygienic and not for the kids, okay? Cuz kids are gross. Yeah. And these people's most fragile parts are touching the p- things that the kids have touched with their like boogers and germs and I just feel like you don't want hand and mouth disease on your dick, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want a fucking chicken pox sack, okay? <laughs> Leave that to the not sacks. You don't want to rub your taint on some fucking gross, yeah. sticky ass kids. Drool. You don't. You don't want fucking taint pox, okay? You don't want the taint flu. <laughs> You, I, you know, like, it's just bad. So anyway, um, I I searched for clips of this. And you cannot find them. You can find some stills. And it's like, yeah, those are just regular nudist uh, people that like being naked. And they cool. look like normal yeah. humans' bodies. Um, but it, you can find it on porn sites maybe. which, But it's not <laughs> porn. It's definitely not. It couldn't be further from porn. Like, there's nothing sexy about watching someone, like, make spaghetti. Or, like, <laughs> clip their toenails but naked. You know what I mean? Is that all it was? No, but it's just like naked people doing an obstacle course. But I just feel like they're just like doing regular stuff. It's like, what's like sexy about watching someone like climb a hill that's naked? I don't know, you know? Unless they have some real nice glutes. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And it's that guy um, that's married to Sofia Vergara. Oh, yeah. The werewolf from True Blood, mm-hmm. which uh, again I miss that show so much. I heard the song today from it, and I was like, uh, oh, Joe jo Manganiello. Oh, what a werewolf hottie man! 
Um, I was like reading the description of this and I was like, how is this different from Naked and Afraid? And it's extremely different. <laughs> it's different because it's like these – well, these are nudists. So it's not like – I feel like Naked and Afraid, they're dropped off without their clothes – they have to survive. Like They, they have, have to, to survive. Like, yeah, these people live. are like on a children's obstacle course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's like fucking naked Double Dare or some shit. It's I love bad. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. If Double Dare was naked, that would be amazing. Oh, oh, my God. It would be. That would be fun, actually. Just Except get, getting up in that nose with all the slime in it. Yeah, getting the finding the flags. Or mm-hmm. like, or in the, sometimes you were in the, um... The mouth. Didn't you have to go in the mouth sometimes? Yeah, it was like and it a like slide. puked you out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god. All right. Well, the that's next somebody's kink for sure. Yeah, it is. Well, maybe that's why it's on porn sites. Now I, I kind of want to watch it. You could buy it too. I think on like DVD or download it or something. And do it. Yeah. Um. The next one's American. Finally, I feel like everything we've talked about has not been something that originates here, but this one did, and you could tell because it's stupid. <laughs> oh this show this show's called three's a crowd it ran at the end of the year in 19 do you know know this this one yeah okay so it ran at the end of the year in 1979 and there are signs all over it that makes it just right for that year Mm -hmm. Uh, basically it was the newlywed game uh it was created by the same person that created the newlywed game which they saw a lot of success so they're like hmm maybe we can like tweak this a bit and keep making money which hello hashtag america um and so the tagline of this game three's a crowd is who knows a man better his wife or his secretary my god (laughs) so it's basically just you know the newlywed game where you ask someone a bunch of questions and the wife and the secretary would answer at the same time and we'd see who knows the man better what the fuck yeah Okay, but it gets worse because they fucking remade this in, I think, the early... Oh, in 2000 on the Game oh, Show no. Network, GSN. And it was hosted by Alan motherfucking Thick. <gasps> Alan, what? R.I.P. R.I.P., but like, what was he thinking? Oh, my God. <sighs> and they tried to adapt it for the times. Like, the central focus was men and women both like so the contestants change you know like it would sometimes be a dude sometimes be a lady um and then the pairings were like what wife and best friend like who knows the person better or girlfriend and mother um which are still kind of like male focused examples i didn't see any like Mm. female focused examples but i'm guessing they were like super demeaning like who knows this woman better her therapist or her cat like (laughs) Just because it was so sexist. Who knows this woman better, her mother or Ben and Jerry's? (laughs) Who knows this woman better, her best friend or her vibrator? It's a (laughs) toss-up. Real toss-up. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. Oh, my God. I don't know. That's a terrible fucking idea. (laughs) Yeah. I bet that was went uh, led to the, you know, divorce. (gasps) Or the ruin of many marriages. I'm sure. Yeah. Like on on The secretary television. one. Well, especially yeah. the secretary one. It's like, wait, how does she know you so well? And then it's like, yeah. uh-oh, what's going on here? You're spending a lot of late nights at the office, sir. And then it's like. Or like maybe she's covering up for his dumb fucking bullshit. I don't know. True. Yeah. And then or like if he didn't know her very well and yeah, she didn't cover up for his bullshit. Was she fired after the show? Ugh, I hope that the 
the wife and the secretary just got together and fell in love after me too. the show. That'd yeah. be great. And then and that's the best possible outcome, honestly. I think so. Yeah. Um the next one is pretty dumb. It's called well, it's not that dumb. It's called You're in the Picture and Oh, I, this is interesting. Like television yeah. lore. Okay, you know this one too. Yeah. Okay. It was basically heads up. That Ellen mm-hmm. game where you like hold a, your phone in front of your head and it has a name on it and you have to guess, you know, people give you clues and you have to guess what it says. Like, oh, is it a person, a song, a TV mm-hmm. show, whatever. Um, and it was hosted by Jackie Gleason, which is pretty cool. And yeah, it's like in pop culture lore as being like truly one of the worst shows of all time. Ever. It was the the um it was just like ill prepared like the people who put it together just didn't do a good job with any of the the execution of this show. Yeah, which is wild because I think between all the people like on the on set like working and putting this together to produce it, they had like over 300 years of TV production experience. So it wasn't like these people were all noobs. It's just like yeah. it Somehow became a perfect storm of just like a everybody train wreck. got in their ways or some their own way, and it just like was not it wasn't actualized on television the way I don't know like it just was like a lazy concept that didn't get fully fleshed out somehow maybe or they didn't have the right personalities know. like as guests like the the fucked up thing also they didn't give it a chance it aired mm-hmm. once. Yeah, and then they were like, uh, we don't know what to do. And Jackie Gleason's like, I'll just like fucking go Riff. on the time slot and like do some stand up or whatever. Yep. Yeah. He And he and he basically just like <laughs> shat on the whole entire show. Dude, he fucking like so it it aired once in nineteen sixty one and then in January of nineteen sixty one and was canceled and he came on like Aaron saying the next week during the time slot that it was supposed to be on it was not like a full set or anything it was just a chair in front of a wall and he fucking ranted about like what a failure it was and how bad everyone fucked up and like apologized basically um it was wild but now people use that like apparently it was a really good like you can watch that in the smithsonian like museum like archive of television like people watch that i guess it was like a good example of someone kind of like taking you know taking accountability or something yeah and Um, it actually i think it like helped revive revive his career at at that point he was like kind of on a downward trajectory and then like like that kind of brought his career back to life a little bit yeah that's wild that, that like i don't know Wow, that's wild. Weird. Yeah. It's yeah. Pretty, pretty pretty cool. So, yeah, it's uh, – obviously it was canceled after one episode and I guess like this is something that's cited a lot when it's talked about that the 1960 to 1961 television season, which is like, you know, fall to spring. Mm-hmm. So it's always like a weird – it always spans two um, calendar years. Um, it was the worst in history, and this is always cited as an example oh. of why. Huh. Yeah, which I didn't know that, and I wonder what makes it so awful, but maybe that's something to explore. And uninspired, everybody's just fucking miserable. 
Yeah, maybe, yeah. I don't I, know. I don't know. But um, anyway, the premise was like pretty dumb. So I, I was saying it's kind of like heads up, but except f- iPhones didn't exist where they could hold it in front of their head and they didn't use cue cards or anything. It was called, um, what was it called in the picture? Oh, you're in the picture. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they would have a literal like painting and they would cut a little hole in it and you'd st- if you were the contestant the celebrity contestant you'd stick your head in the hole and you wouldn't be able to see what you you were sticking your head into and then you'd have to ask <laughs> questions to be like what am i and and you were like sticking uh, your head into like you know those things at carnivals and or I like was fairs? Say, yeah uh-huh. yeah it's like that you're or, like a milkmaid or something yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like a little dutch lady in front of a of the windmill um but it was like famous paintings or like scenes that you would know uh like some of the examples in the first and only episode were pocahontas saving john smith a depiction of four playing cards and a scene of (laughs) high school hurdlers at a track meet okay so it wasn't even like abraham lincoln it wasn't even like famous stuff it was just like random shit um that's funny yeah so anyway that was pretty stupid, and obviously it did not go well. A single episode. Well, single. technically two episodes, but... But really just one where the game was played. Woof. Okay, this last one, I fucking love it, and I can't believe it's been canceled. Tell me this about this one. Okay, it's called Shafted. Already we <laughs> love the name. Love it. It's another British game show, and it's it's kind of like riddles and philosophy and a game. And as I was looking at this, I was like, oh, it's kind of like if The Good Place was a game show. Ooh. It's like a mind fuck. Like, and I'm into it. I'm you, into it. You have to, like, figure out if you're good, if you want to be good, like, play good or bad. And it was canceled after four episodes, even though they filmed 20. Whoa. So it was like. They have the content, but it's not there. People did not like it. When did this come out? Okay, this came out in, oh, two, oh, no, I don't know. Oh, I think like the 2010s. Uh Uh-huh. I forget. But somewhere around there. It was like in the mid 2000s, the like 2010s. So it's like modern. It's not. Yeah, it's modern. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm gonna, basically the best way to describe this is to go through the rules. Okay. Which I hope is not too droning. Okay, round one. The game begins with six players. Each player must secretly declare how much money they would like to receive in their, like, uh, pool or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? Like, your, your pot. Okay, mm-hmm. so you get to set the amount you would like to receive and play with to the tune of 25,000 pounds. So, like, you could pick it from one pound to 25,000. Once the And this is a done in secret. Then once the amounts are revealed, the person who has asked for the largest amount is immediately eliminated from the game. Huh. So, so oh, and, and after that, everyone who put a lower number gets exactly what they asked for. So there's like strategy involved because you have to, if you only put in a dollar, you'll probably get through to the next round, but you'll only be able to bet a dollar on any I see. Su- like subsequent rounds. So it really is like. It's already like a, um, 
yeah, this is like a zero sum game kind of situation. This is it's cool. It's wild, right? I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah, Me yeah. Too. This is okay. like a classic. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, then it comes off the rails a little bit because round rounds 2 through 5, the host reads only the first few words of a question and then the uh players have to wager what their bet will be um on like for this round. So it's kind of like the last round of Jeopardy where you have to say what you're willing to bet before you know what the question is. Uh-huh. So they say a few words of a question, you put your wager down, then they finish the question, and the person who put the highest wager has to answer it. Okay. And the questions are super fucked up. For example, they would ask which major planet, dot, 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 and then they'd be like, okay, everybody put your wagers. And uh-huh. then they'd say, great. Which major planet Hollywood investor played the lead <laughs> in the 2000 remake of Get Carter? And the answer is Sylvester Stallone, which who would oh know that? My but God. it's like you think, oh, okay, I'm really good at like Astro- astro- astronomy. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, no, it's a fucking Planet Hollywood question. <laughs> That's so funny. That is so good. It's just like this trolling is the best people. Show. I know. Okay. So, Dude, we can make this a board game and it'd be so much fun. Oh my God. We should. It's so fun. So then, obviously, if the person gets it right, they, whatever they had as their wager, they get that gets added to their total. If they miss it, it gets deducted. Once the host has asked um, as many questions as there are players still in the game, the leader chooses one opponent to eliminate with no winnings. So after rounds two through five or whatever, or rounds two through four, uh, the person who's in the lead with the most money can just eliminate someone. Oh, wow. So after each round, the person with the biggest total – so they're – they're voting people off. So now, by the time we get to round five, there's only two people left. Okay. Because the person in each subsequent round who had the highest score got to get rid of someone. Got it. So now there's only two people remaining. They stand at podiums and they face each other. And now they're both their um, both their playing pots, like their pot of money, is they're both equal and they're the higher amount of the two uh-huh. people's scores. Got it. So. Then they fucking play a video from each contestant that was recorded earlier this evening. And it is a backstage interview where they ask a question. If you get to the very end of this game, would you share or shaft? Basically (sighs) saying, if you're one of the two people left, would you vote to share your winnings with the other person? Or would you say, no, fuck you, shaft them, and you want to keep all the money? Oh, my God. And they, the audience doesn't see this in the studio. The host doesn't see it. The players don't see it. Only the at-home viewing audience sees it. So they what? know. Yeah. And then each player is given a chance to change their, um, their like, answer in the moment. So – they uh-huh. can say, I want to change to the opposite of what I said. Uh-huh. And then, but you still don't know what that means because you don't know their original thing. Okay. Okay. So they've already decided ahead of time if they're going to be a dick to the other person or they're going to be like cool and want to share. Um, and then 
The final choices are revealed. If they both choose to share, they each win half the money. So uh-huh. they split the pot, you know. Uh-huh. If one chooses share and the other shaft, the shafting player wins all the money. So if you said share and I said shaft, I would win. Cause That's m- fucked up. Yeah. The nice person gets fucked and the real person. Yeah. And then if it's both two shaft, no one wins any money. Wow. It is wild. It's the fucking best game show ever. I don't know why this isn't a show. I would watch the shit out of this. Like, Oh, yeah. 100%. It is wild. But I guess like people didn't like it because it was mean, which maybe that had to do with how they like played up the answers and stuff. Like to me, it's like a simple, you know, like this philosophical is a, This, this game. is a classic prisoner's dilemma game. Yeah. yeah. Just like taken to the extreme. Yeah. And this is like this. You is have like no a, idea what the other person is picking or thinking, but like and yeah. if you're watching out for each other, great. If you're not, it's gonna be bad. Yeah. But also it maybe got canceled because the host used to do a really crude hand gesture anytime he said shafted <laughs> with his fist. <laughs> well, that's his fault. Yeah. And he was apparently really weird. But yeah, I guess like it was just people didn't like it. It was just really mean. Anyway. Uh, Wow. Sadly, none of these exist anymore, though you could probably watch them on Game Show Network occasionally maybe. Um, What's your favorite game show of all time? Ooh. Like if it's on TV, what will you watch? Like, Like will you – I don't know. I don't know. What are you into? I guess I like Wheel of Fortune, if like that type of game show. Mm-hmm. Um, I re- I remember watching uh, Love Connection a lot as a kid. Oh, yeah, I watched one. a ton of Love Connection. Chuck Woolery. Um, oh, that guy's a piece of shit. He's yeah. like extremely conservative and terrible. Oh, really? He's still alive. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, and also I I really liked um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire when that was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's initial. I just thought it was really exciting, but I can't stand all the commercial breaks. So, I'm a I am a diehard uh, Price Is Right fan. Mm-hmm. Even would, still. Oh, even still, yeah. Oh, I mean, wow. I haven't. I haven't. I don't like watch it regularly, but like I, when I was a kid, I would wake up and watch that at 10 a.m. every single morning. Like wow. If I, if I was like homesick from school or whatever, or if I like. When I was in college, like I would fucking watch the shit out of that show. Wow. I, I need to go on prices right. Yeah, you should. I know. It's hard. I feel like did you watch that documentary about the guy who helped people from the audience? No. I oh, you would that. love this. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. He was always trying to get on, but then they realized I think he maybe got on and won a couple things and then they're like, we're not going to pick you anymore. But then he kept going to the audience and people would always look at him and ask uh, him. He like somehow memorized all the prices of everything. I I memorized – well, I mean not anymore because like prices have changed and products have changed that they have yeah. on there. But like I had like – I knew exactly how much like certain cars were worth and like – Oh my goodness. D- like different prices of like little things. Yeah. Like all the game. I knew how to play all the games. Like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. You'll love, love that show. You'll love that documentary. Oh. It's good. It's really good. And then of course like Jeopardy is 
my fave. Yeah, Jeopardy, I like. I just, yeah, I don't know. Both Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy remind me of my grandma. Yeah, same. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. All uh, right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. This is a really uh, fun episode. I, li- I like learning about all these crazy fucking stupid game shows. Stupid game shows. <laughs> it is really fun. Yeah. I feel like we're in a bygone era or like game shows are in a by- bygone era. Like I don't think that we pay attention to them as much anymore or they're like not as popular as they were before. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I guess like we have like the, the singing competitions and then like the masked singer is like yeah. a thing. I don't know. But That's that, like the trend right now. I've tried watching that and it's just like not interesting at all. There was one. I mean, they do have game shows. I also feel like we're not in the demographic for them. Like, no. they're for, like, older people or, like, you know, like, our maybe our moms and dads or something. I guess. I don't know. I don't really know who they're for. But I know that there is, like, there are game shows being made. I know, like, Dak Shepard was making one. Mm-hmm. There was one where people were in these chairs that moved up and down. And Rob Lowe hosted it, and it was very weird, and you had to, like, answer things. I don't know. They're all just so gimmicky, and it's yeah. like, just have people on, and they answer trivia. Why yeah. does it have to be – we don't need a fucking bunny. I need you to know? think. I need to think a little bit when I'm watching a game show. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Or it needs or to, I be need to be a like, physical challenge, like Wipeout. Yeah, exactly. Let's get Double Dare back in the game, oh, or but- back in the back in the – in the saddle. Yeah, but like watch adults. That. Fucking Alexa, calm down. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do anything. Calm down. Getting Double Dare back in the saddle. Well, I have a big buffet of great stuff. What's <laughs> <laughs> your hankering for? Would you like riddles, jokes, novelty, and humor? Oh my stories, God. Or audible. Or you can ask for more options. No, thank you. Which would you like? None, Nothing, bitch. Okay. God damn it. Stop, Alexa, stop. Oh, my God. This bitch, man. <laughs> That's All like right, the on problems that I was having with Siri, remember? when? I know. She's never she's never in my face like that. Where are you? I'm in my bedroom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like at the desk in my bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. All right. All right. Well, on that note. <laughs> on that note, we're done. <laughs> we're done. Um, follow us on social meds. Oh, yeah. At DTFU Podcast, all the places. Uh, go to our website, DTFUPodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Visit our Patreon. There's free content for you. So. Yeah. Um, oh, leave us a, a review. A nice one. If you... Oh, yeah. We've gotten some shitty ones lately. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. That makes it sound like we're just getting bad ones. We've gotten some really amazing ones. But then we had one where someone's like, they just talk about diarrhea and shit or something. And But then it got deleted because they said shit. And I was like, hey. Yeah, that is what we talk about. This yeah. is what this is. I know. I mean. Sorry. Like, what are you expecting? We're not the fucking... Encyclopedia Britannica, you know. We're what not I mean? talking like, about fucking flower arrangements and goddamn, I don't know. Yeah, makeup tutorials. Yeah. Although I, I would, I love that. I shit. would, I would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, stay hunkered down, stay healthy, and stay excellent to yourselves and each other. Bye-bye. Bye bye.